This is Hockey Prospect Radio, an outside edge hockey player development for on and off ice training featuring KPI-based conditioning programs at outsideedge.ca. We're continuing to talk about the U.S. National Development Training Program with their head coach, Nick Four, about some players in their system, and we'll get to talk about more players as the season continues on. Uh, we'd like to ask you about E.J. Emery, a player who doesn't hasn't really got much discussion about him yet, but I know will uh, because scouts love guys that are 6'3", 6'4", right-handed shots and can move because that's what the NHL playoffs are all about. So tell us a little bit about E.J. Emery's, like, like what you like about his game and where you think he can develop into because uh, every NHL GM is looking for a D-man like him. Yeah, well, I think it's simple for me in, in comparison, real simply put, um, somebody that I had here a few years back, Keandre Miller um, and EJ are very, very similar hockey players. Um, 6'3", skates well, um, athletic, really long, defends hard, physical, um, you know, right-handed, can move the puck. Like, can, like there's just so many different things to like, um, you know, and, and I think when you start talking about scouts and, and, and where guys are going to get picked and where they're going to get drafted. And, and he doesn't put up as many points as everybody else. Um, that's okay. He's that he does a lot of other things that you need to do to win come playoff time. And, and uh, you know, he, he's a kid that just, uh, he brings it every day. He's got a, he's got a great personality about him. He's, he's a, he's a very fun, engaging kid to be around. Um, and he just wants to get better. He's, he's got that internal drive. Um, to be the best and there's a little bit of a perfectionist type of mentality with them a little bit so when you sit with them uh, you know you, you got to get a sense for that and, and he gets really hard on himself because he wants to do things um, perfect every time and and he's he's learning how to, to get through that but I tell you what there's uh, um, I mean guys like him they're they're hard to find and uh, um, especially that can skate like him and as athletic as he is uh He's, he's a real diamond in the rough right now. You mentioned Keandre Miller. One of the most fascinating things about Miller in his draft year was trying to trying to figure out what his untapped offensive ceiling really was, right, as a converted yeah. forward and seeing it unfold over the year. Yeah. Uh, we'd ranked him very highly, actually, in the top 20 at the end. We really liked his progress. Do you feel that Emery could go on a similar trajectory in terms of finding that offensive touch where he's not going to be characterized so much as just a shutdown puck mover and more of a two-way guy by the end of the year? Is that part of part of the development that you're looking for? Yeah, I certainly think so. And and I think you can draw to a couple of simple plays he made in Pittsburgh just a couple of weeks ago, um, sending Cole Eiserman in on two breakaways where he had up, made a nice little soft play um, right on the tape and sent him in. Uh, you know, he's got that offensive ability in there. Um, you know, it took him a while to, to show it last year. Um, he was strictly defensive minded and, and defend, defend, defend. And um, as he got more comfortable, as he got his feet underneath him, um, there was a point at the end of the season there where he just started to take off and his skating came around and, and the game just got easier for him. And, and when that happens, you can start to see the offense a little bit. We could start to see it in practice. We ran out of games at the end of the year to see where it would really go to. So I'm excited to see once he's got everything back underneath him this year and we get a month or two into the season, um, what happens with him? This, do, do we see some of those things again? And and can some of that offense come out again? And I, I think it can. I know that was something he was frustrated with last season was his inability to show offense because he's always had that to his game. Um, as you say, as you climb up the ladder, it gets harder. 
Um, but it was starting to come, and I, I think we'll see a little bit more of it this year. How much of that, uh, you know, there's some outside discussion about the program in terms of there's only one puck, and you have all yeah. these highly skilled offensive players, and sometimes the guys don't show it because they're just playing a, a specific role for the team and have opportunity, but they don't have as much opportunity because there's only one puck. Can yeah. players like EJ kind of get caught in that where they, his, his offensive upside isn't as appreciated as it probably should be. Yeah. I think what you run into, right. Is you're on the U S national team here and, and you get the best of the best. And, and uh, you know, the other kid you want to talk about here, Cole Hudson here in a minute, like when you got a special offensive talent like that, that takes some of the offensive minutes away from the other guys. And, and uh, so that can definitely be a, a negative to it, but the, the positive spin to that, right, is you get to go against those guys every day um, in practice. You know, Keandre's out there trying to defend against, you know, James Higgins and, and Cole Eiserman and Christian Humphreys and all these guys and 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 the ability that the, the things he gains there. Um, and then, you know, they still get those opportunities in practice uh, for, for a lot of those offensive things. It just doesn't always show in a game. Um, and, and, uh, those things will come They're, on, you know, again, they're on the U S national team. And when he leaves here and, and goes on to school, you know, um, I, I got a feeling North Dakota is going to find a way to get him on a power play and, and he's going to be able to do some of those things and he'll be ready uh, through the training that we've done over the time he's been here. So let's uh, talk about Cole Hudson then. Um, you know, obviously has a lot of similarities to his brother, uh, dynamo in terms of elusiveness as a skater and obviously the offensive instincts to run a power play and just make dynamic plays all over the ice. Uh, can you talk a little bit about his def defensive play? Because when I'm, I'm looking at a player like him in that style, I'm looking, I'm asking the question, is he going to be special? And it's not offense, it's defensively. Can he defend if he only, if he ends up only being the 5'10", 5, 5'10 10, 5, 10 and a half and say 180 pounds? Can he be similar defensively to a, you know, a Jared Spurgeon of the world who plays in Minnesota? You know, can he be special defensively? So those are the, like, the curious questions I have for you because you get to see him on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, Cole... Cole's defending, in my opinion, is is a little bit underrated. I think he does a pretty good job with it. Um, he engages physically. Um, he understands that he doesn't really have to prove offense anymore. He, he's proven the offense. Everybody knows what he can do there. Um, he understands that his challenge this year and what will limit him in the draft is, can he prove to everybody that he can defend against men? Can he do it against big, strong guys? And that's where our college schedule that we're getting ready to start up here uh, is, is so important where he gets to play against some of those 23, 24, 25 year old men that are bigger, stronger. And, and can he do it against those guys? And, you know, against our guys in practice, he does a great job. He engages, he comes out of a lot of puck battles with the puck. Um, he, he does a lot of things that way that is, that are really important. Um, can he do it at the NHL level? We'll see. Um, and, and can he do it at the college level? We'll see. We'll know here very soon in our schedule, but, um, I would say if I'm a betting man, knowing the kid and, and what drives him and how, how hard he works and, and how, uh, how competitive is he, he is, I think he'll be in a pretty good spot. 
when I when I'm evaluating defensemen, one of the big things for me, especially with smaller defensemen, I'm always trying to evaluate their pace of play. How, how would you characterize it, and uh, do you feel that it's where it needs to be in order for it to be functional at the NHL level? I do. I think it. I think it. I think it definitely is. I think for for him, just like his brother, when we were working with his brother, you know, I think they're very elusive players, and and they they depend on on that elusiveness and all that deception that they, that they expose and, and that they utilize within their game when they have the puck. Um, I think for him, he's going to have to learn how to use that only when he needs to um, and, and kind of rein that in a little bit. Um, but, you know, he, he does a lot of different things, uh, you know, and, and, and finds ways to play at pace and, and he's fighting it a little bit here at the beginning of the season. He's, he's a little bit down on his point production for where, you know, I think he wants to be, um, and I think he's trying to force things right now. I think as soon as he takes a deep breath and relaxes and, and just allows his natural ability to, to just kind of flow instead of trying to, you know, show that he's the guy, like just let it happen. He, he's going to be in a much better spot. And, um, but he, he drives a lot of our offense. He drives, he's got his head up. He makes a ton of plays. He's, he's, he's wanting to move pucks North as quickly as he can um, to, to try to catch teams in bad spots. So, um, his ability to make those plays and to make those reads and to do it quickly, um, accurately on time is is very good. Well, Nick, want to thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your insight. Like to have you on the show again throughout the year, just to get some updates on your players and how they're progressing. Because we like to see how they move through the season, especially when they play against a college player. So I, I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, This has been another episode of Hockey Prospect Radio on Sirius XM, NHL Network Radio, powered by Instat Hockey and Junior Prospect Hockey League and Fractal Hockey Consulting and Outside Edge Player Development. You can listen to the show on your favorite podcast network or YouTube and follow us on Twitter at HP Radio and HockeyProspectRadio.com. Thank you to all our guests, and we will see you at the rink.